0: yo 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 what's up blessed ones happy new year i am your host blair the cancer care bear no hair don't care all faith no fear hopefully you all had a good new year's and is having a continuous new year and staying safe we have a special episode today having a special guest, our first guest, and I guess you can say my first host. And I will about to make her about to call her and allow her to introduce herself. And we're gonna get right into it. So welcome to the vibe Hopefully she picks up. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Comastas, what is up? You answered the phone quicker than I thought you would.
1: Yeah, I
0: was on my phone like always, so, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, what's up? So, welcome to, I got the, you are on the podcast, and we want, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself to the people.
1: Well, my name is Kima Love, I'm a artist, and... Great
0: artist, and people should check out my music. All right, so it's up next. Yes, um, so ladies and gentlemen, for those of you listening, Kima Love, she is like she mentioned, the artist. You know, she she raps, but you know she she can set a make a tune a little bit. So she got some vocals where she can sing a little bit. Um. Just, Just to give y'all a backstory on, like me, me personally, I'm excited to, you know, talk with you and to share this, you know, episode with you. Like those of you who has been following, you know, it's very much like this podcast is pretty much for everyone. So I wanted people to be participate participating in this, but you know, Kim Love actually was the first one to really say, hey, "Let's share the podcast," you know, let me get get me on the next show. So. Like, again, this is a vibe, so I'm excited to speak with you. This isn't even going to be an interview, but I do want to ask you, get right into it and ask you a couple questions, just personally. And then being that we can, you know, like I said, we can have conversation as well. Because for those of you who do not know, me and her are from the same area. Right. Which is Virginia. I'm from. I guess you can say the whole seven five seven. And you are from P Town, correct? Right. But currently in Philly.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: All right. So, Kima Love. Where did that name come from exactly?
1: Uh well, Kima actually came from. Um, I was dating this guy when I was eighteen, and I guess he liked to give people nicknames. And one day he said, you know, a nickname should be Kima, and I'm like, why? He was like K-I for Kiara, M-A for Marie, because Kiara Marie is my first name. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. So it kind of just stuck with me, you know, throughout the years. And I added the H later on. My last name is Hall. Uh And uh, that's where Kima came from. And the love. I just added that right like a few years ago too because it was Kima Sutra. I had a lot of rap names, you know, yes. butterfly. I, you know, I changed it up a lot of times, but the Kima love just stuck, and
0: I just yeah. Yeah, I remember those days. The butterfly. Like, let me let me tell y'all. Let me let me tell you also. I remember because I'm trying to think when I first because this was like my space. So I remember <laughs> I remember there was a. a you know, MySpace music was really going going in heavy, and then I don't remember if, I don't know if I found you through the, because there was a um, group, I believe it was a, I know one of your friends, Cash, and I guess her friend, they had a disc record, <coughs> um, and I'm trying to think, I think I found you on MySpace as well. And then ever since then, i kind of been, you know, like, oh, look, Butterfly, look, oh, she's uh, she's from here, you know, she got balls, she sings a little bit. And I think the only time, which is kind of wild, is the only time that I actually met you was, and we didn't even really meet, but the only time I actually met you was in Subway when I think uh, they, man, I didn't realize how, how, what, no, actually, I don't even think it was the Subway in Portsmouth. It might have been another Subway, but when you was in Walmart, I oh, got a- yeah. Yeah. It uh, okay, so that might have been when it first came out, then, because it's been—I didn't realize how long it's been. Because I first, I first came to Portsmouth in '99, and they still had the Maxway up there. And I think by that time, when MySpace and stuff was around, I want to say it might have been like right after I got out of high school in 05, moved. So probably when I um, so probably around that time, but um, what? How long have you really been, you know, doing music and rapping?
1: Huh. I've been doing music my whole life. Like literally, I remember me being six, seven years old writing R and B songs. Um, me, um, it was me, and my sister, and it was another girl named Nejma, and we had like a little group called K and A. And I would pretty much write majority of the songs, and we would kind of, like, perform them in front of our parents and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, and then we moved to Truxton. And then once we moved to Truxton, we created, like, another whole group. And um, we wrote songs. It was me, my sister, and um, my homegirl named Tiffany. And we wrote songs then, and we would always write songs. And, you know, but I pretty much just kept going with it. I never stopped writing music at all, and then I recorded, well, at first, I was a singer for the whole time, and then I recorded myself singing when I was, like, 15, and I was like, no, nah, this ain't it, like, <laughs> uh-uh. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be known as a singer unless I sing, like, a Beyonce or something like that, you know, have, like, a powerful voice, because uh-huh. I'm just not going to take myself that serious, whatever, so that's when I wrote my first rap, and I said, oh, shit, I can really rap, like, I I ain't never know that I could rap, and then ever since then, um, but then, but I didn't take it serious. Like you said, it was on MySpace. That's when I started beefing with some girls, and they started taking us to court, and we couldn't fight them at at all. So they put like a restraining order out. It was a lot of shit going on. So I'm like, bro, what's the only way I can really like express myself, like get it off, so wow. they can hear it? You know what I'm saying? So I said, fuck yeah, I'm just about to write some diss <laughs> records, yeah. and then. And everything just start going crazy, yeah? and that's when they broke their disc records back and all that
0: shit. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So what 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 inspired what inspired you to you know even just do music? And I know you said you've been doing it for a while, but what like what inspires you to go on? What inspires you to like do it? Like what's like what is your, your inspiration behind it?
1: Um. Honestly, as a kid, I can't even tell you what really inspired me to do it. It was just something that I just started doing. You know, I just just started writing music, and, um, and of course, you know, it was people that I had looked up to as a kid and stuff like that, but it wasn't, like, there wasn't a person that made me want to do it, it was just, I just started doing it, I can't really explain it, you know, it's just, oh, I want to write music.
0: Yeah, well, in that case, you know, then that means that's just, you're just gifted to do that, then, like I always say, I always... You know, I think you're dope. I think you know you definitely have those records, and like, and I and I'm and I'm saying now that you're actually being more consistent with your music. I know you be putting stuff out, and you know, like I said, it's like man, she's she's actually putting out work like every week. I'm like, okay, so now she's uh, really going into it. Now that you're with you know United Masters, which is also a distribution um, deal that I'm well, not even distribution deal, but a distribution um, company that I'm with as well. That I got mine out. Um, it's actually I'm actually glad and proud that you know you have decided to you know continue it because I know you you haven't you wasn't really dropping music as much and um, I really like like for me anybody I mean anybody from Virginia I'm gonna try I'm gonna do my best to support but when it's a woman and then it's a woman from Portsmouth you know I'm a I'm a, I, like, I want, like, I want them to, I want them to win, I have a, um, I actually, there's a um artist that I actually, um, said had the best project last year for 2020, and, um, I don't know if y'all follow each other on Twitter, but, um, her name is Jolie Noir, and, you know, she's from Portsmouth, and, you know, she has bars, and then just like you, you know, uh, y'all both rap, but when y'all, when y'all decide to sing, you know, y'all be hitting those notes, so, I, I mean I enjoy it um so that was actually something that I like I just wanted to touch on because like I said I, I know I've been a fan of you since been following you since like MySpace when you was butterfly then I remember you was a uh, uh, Kama Sutra then you became king love and that was actually what I wanted to get into next was the transition from that to came of love and the first record i remember you um coming out as came of love was god made which is kind of like that was to me that was kind of like the introduction to you know what this this can actually be a movement this can actually be a, a state of mind because even like now you know i'm i'm a god guy and I, I hashtag something you know. Oftentimes, God made and you know I, I would say you. Kind, I, I don't, I don't want to say that you, you created, but you know that was something that kind of resonated more with me. Becoming like, oh she, she's coming back heavy because I remember you was dropping, you know you was uh, writing uh doing songs and um a lot of. A lot of seductive songs, which were great, and right. then you you uh, came with "Came of Love," and then "Godmother." Oh, she's about to start getting into her uh, spiritual bag. So let me, so so how, how did how did that uh how did that song come about? If you remember, because it was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, that is okay. I
1: you're right, because I was came of Sucha probably back it's like 2013, I think and then um i guess like after i had kids because before i had kids i guess i was you know but then i think i started like, okay i don't want to really talk about you know sex so much i I don't want to push that off because i am a child of god you know what i'm saying so i do want to be more positive with my music. So of course, you know, with me wanting to be more positive, that's why I wanted to change my name from Kima Sutra, which is a sexual, you know
0: Yeah, right. Fitness. Kama Sutra that
1: yeah. Right, okay. yeah. yeah, so I was like, no, I just wanna change that to something that can you know, that I could keep forever and that's more positive and so once I changed my name I pretty much changed how I rap a little bit, you know. I ain't really cursed too much like I used. To. I mean, but I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm kind of now. I ain't really going back to how I was, but I'm cursing a little bit more now. I guess so I got to change it
0: up. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I man. I got a, I got. I got a perspective on that. But uh, first, um, when when did you when did you have a per, like your own personal relationship with god i'm not talking like you know when you was a kid when your mom grandma made you go to church or anything i'm like when did you start have like when did you really get that personal relationship with god because i see you on twitter you'll be going off on twitter um sometimes i sometimes i'll be wanting to respond but i'm like you know what i gotta i gotta i gotta learn sometimes to be quiet myself because we you know everybody has a Everybody has their own personal relationship. Everybody vents how they want. So when did you uh, really have that, get that personal relationship with God?
1: Um, I think it started uh, when I was like, I mean, like you said, of course, I grew up in the church. I grew up singing in the choir and everything like that. But it didn't really get so serious with me until my aunt came over. Um, I had my apartment when I was like 21. She came over my apartment. Shout out to my Aunt Lisa and she just just started talking about god and it was just so deep you know and and basically anybody that knows her the way she talks about the lord she's gonna get you just into it and the way she was talking about it and that day i just got in my bible and just start reading you know so much and i'm just like wow and i just just like fell in love with the word and i fell in love with him in like a whole different way because i was older i guess i understood it more and um of course, it wasn't forced on me. Uh-huh. So I just, you know, kept building and building, reading the word. And of course, the more you seek Him, the more you draw to Him. Uh-huh. He'll draw to you, and it just starts to build um, that relationship. And that's what pretty much started happening. And then I started start doing a lot of research on a whole lot of other things, and that made me get closer to Him too. Because I'm like, if all this evil stuff is going out here, I need to be close to Him because it's, you know, just a lot going on. Right.
0: So, yeah. Cause I'm cause I'm gonna say I like I I had a personal letter show him as well. You know, I mean, of course I was I was kind of like church and God was embedded in me since like the beginning. You know, my 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 uh, grand my, my granddad was a was a minister. He you know he actually went to college in theology, so he's like a doc like he's doctor level. And then my grandma oh. as well, and then my aunt, and then you know, so every, and then it's kind of wild because everybody that I meet, um, that um. Like, I went to, like, this church, I was recently going to in Portsmouth, you know, everybody, I mean, and people have been saying this for years, you know, you're gonna be, you know, you got a call them to be a preacher, and then I was like, no, nah, I don't think so, and then it's like, you know, it was like, it's not up to you, and, um, my, uh, one of my buddies, he had just recently said, you know, I got, you know, I gotta call to ministry, and maybe it's, and maybe for me, I was thinking, even when people were saying it before, that, you know, uh. I was thinking like okay, I'm going to be a pastor of a church but you know in in retrospect you know my buddy he was like and it might not even be like ministry and like the church It's like because we you know when you have the word in you you know you are the church so you know right. you you can be in like a, you know a street preacher or something but like I know for me like I I sometimes used to have my reservations just just a couple of days ago I asked my dad and my grandma cuz my grandma was she's you know she's old school so I had to ask her cuz I was like How do you, uh, did you ever have any reservations growing up or when you came in? And how do you know? Because, you know, like you said, there's a lot of evil going on in the world. And then there's also different religions and different beliefs. And I was just like, how do you determine? And then, you know, she was just pretty much like, you know, hey, you gotta, you know, you just gotta really just study and meditate on the word. Um, and because there's going to be some trials and tribulations that you go through. I know for me, you know, I, you know, the I got my Bible right now, but you know, that's, that's my foundation. And then, you know, I believe in that, but I want to be better cause I know God, he, he wants us to, the creator, he wants to be able to, you know, us to seek him. So even if I'm in the wrong, like if I'm like, okay, the Bible's here, but this is the only thing I know. I didn't look into anything else, but my grandma made a good point where you know sometimes it's you know you don't have to because right like you know that's what God gave you. Sometimes we're gonna mm-hmm. because because we're we're in influ- because we're human beings. You know we're we're gonna be influenced, just like you say. You know when you do research, you research, 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 and I know for me, I do research, but then it's like, well it's not really either way. I'm, I'm going to believe what I believe. And I just got to pray, meditate on it because even, right. even, even though stuff goes on, even though there will be stuff in front of us, that's happening to us. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's what it is. You know, it talks about, you know, God knows the heart, but it, it also says that the heart is deceit is deceitful. Like uh-huh. we, ha- we have, we have, there's layers and, and you know, when, you know, and I, and I'm getting to the point, like it's a, the world is changing, so it's like you know we we live in a patriarch country, America, and we don't know if God is a he or not because God is not a human being. God is an entity. God is everything. So I always look at it with you know like well the devil the devil was was the devil came about how he came about, and God allows that now just like God is love and God is just and everything God can do what he want but mm-hmm. you know the devil the devil
1: is a this world well, and
0: he has yeah, powers yeah and even I'm not I don't want to say that they're collaborating but without without God's permission the devil cannot use us How, exactly. so sometimes it's like man it's it, it's it's a lot of... It's, it can get confusing sometimes so that's why sometimes like for me like I I I'll, I'll be honest Sometimes I'll be on Twitter, I'll actually be going, I'll go, I'll go on your page and just say, okay, what you, what you ran about today or what you talking about now, because I'll be on everything because I try to stay positive, I'll right. try to stay positive, so, you know, that was another thing that kind of, like, resonated, you know, with, with me and then also with your music as well, because, you know, it's so, okay. this is a woman, a guy, you know, she, you know, she's not always, she's not always there, right. but, you know, at least she, at least she knows, you know, at least she knows her Lord, and, you know, I know we had a little, uh, back and forth disagreement at one point, but it was kind of, I think it was a misunderstanding, because you thought I was, <laughs> you thought I was a devil worshiper, I was like, wait, hold on, how does that wait, oh, that kind of made, that, I, got, I got a little sensitive right there, so hold on, wait a minute, you, because sometimes you, it'd be seeming like, like, oh, wait, you, you might be forgetting who you be talking to, but, I, but it, it be, it be, it be moments, though, because I'll have my moments, like, I think, like, for both of us, like, you know, for me, I'll, like, I'm seeking him every day, you know, but that's why I try to keep myself around, you know, good people, like my friend who's in New Mexico, you know, she, you know, she just gave me a, uh, you know, she gave me a word um, just the other day, and it's her birthday today. But she gave me the word the other day about you know me speaking. She's like, you know, you you kind of speak uh, in a in a way, and sometimes I don't give people a chance to talk, and sometimes you know you have to acknowledge that, and then when you know when I realize that, so you know what you write, and then this is what and this is what I I want I also want to share to those listening. When, if you got a friend or a family member that you're close to that you care about, there's going to be times where you're not going to agree. But if y'all both have the same faith and everything, you have to remember everyone has their journey now. Sometimes we have to remove ourselves from them so they so we can get ourselves together as well. But I always try to encourage everyone who do have a belief in God, Yahweh, the, the Creator and all that and the Son. I always try to encourage them and say just remember, you know, we're we're not, you know us having a relationship with him isn't gonna make our lives, our struggles stop, but it's gonna make it easier. It's gonna if, if as long as we acknowledge Him, we'll you know we'll be fine. So that's why that was another reason why I was kind of excited to speak with you about it, cause you know it's a little bit different talking with you than you know reading things on Twitter. So it's you know I just kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit, so I know um you know being a being a woman of God and someone who does music in You know, hip hop, you don't do, you don't do, uh, you, I don't even like calling Christian hip hop, you know, I don't like to separate hip hop and Christian hip hop, but you don't do the, you know, the Christian hip hop, you do, you rap. So, um, what, how do you, how do you, uh, like, do you find it hard sometimes to make songs, you know, about God or even just positive songs in such a male dominated, secular, uh such negative culture music, do you find it hard to kind of like get that get that vibe going when you make your music?
1: That's a great question actually um but no, I't find it hard at all um to do because I pretty much you know live in my own world, you know what I'm saying so it's like I do whatever I want to do. I don't really think about what nobody else is doing. Um, that's why I guess, I mean, some people may be confused cause I will have like a gospel record and mm-hmm. then one record may, may be about dancing, me, you know, turning up in the club and one record, like for example, ride, that's about sex. Mm-hmm. But just cause, mm-hmm. I
2: make
1: a, just cause I make a record about sex, it doesn't mean that it's for a hoe. That can mean that in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm envisioning this with me and my husband. You know, so yeah. Of course, other people may take it as Oh, how are you going to talk about sex And talk about God Because sex mm. is a part of life you Oh
0: know? my god, you know? yes, that's that's a bar Look, I, I'm I'm with you, that's the same thing I say all the time
1: <laughs> Yeah, so it's like Why would I not talk about it? Like, we're all grown It's not like I'm saying have sex with this person, that person No, I'm talking about one particular person In the song So it's like um, and, then, and then on top of that, even in the bible You know When uh, if they read about Solomon, he talked about women's breasts and this and that and fifth and made, you know what I'm saying. Uh So it's like they talked about it in the Bible, so why can't I talk about it? You know. Um, And sex, like I said, that's just a natural act for a husband and a wife. And I know when I write it from my heart, I'm not writing it for women to be hoes. I'm writing it. Because I do have, because I I am a sexy person, I do enjoy it, but, and therefore, I'm going to talk about everything that I enjoy, and that, you know, but, of course, I don't make that my main thing at at all. I have probably, like, one or two sex songs, and that's about it, but I don't want people to feel like, oh, they can judge me because I have a sex song, like, okay, I'm (laughs) grown. I have three kids. (laughs) I was, I was...
0: Obviously, having sex. Yeah, that that's fair enough, and I, I I love you. I love you for that because let me tell you, uh, I'm I'm the same. Like you know, I'll even with me, like I'll. I mean, I read I read my word. I pray to God. I, I mean, I used to have a you know a porn addiction and stuff. But the thing is, is that uh like I said, sex is part of life. You know, people gotta understand. You know, when we even like as Christian believers or Muslims or whatever you are, you know, God isn't you know he's not religion you know god is the world god is life you know i had a uh, i had put a a, a post up today on i mean yesterday on uh facebook like you know why don't nobody talk about the wrath of god and then you know it's like we talk about how god is forgiving and loving but we got to remember you know we got this this covid mess going on we got we got floods we got thunderstorms you know not to say that it's, that is just god but there you know god put everything in the motion um, mm-hmm. you know, I have, I have my own, you know, personal, uh, theory on, you know, scripture and the life and, and God and everything. But I think overall, it's like, like you said, sex, it's like, it's, that's, that's part of it. It's the same thing. Steve Harvey even made a joke, you know, Hey, where do you think these little Christians came from now, whether you're married, <laughs> whether you're not. And I think because we, because we live in a world now where, sex is kind of like a, hey, you know, if you're, if you're, whether it's a movie, whether it's the music, sex is something sacred now, sex should be between you and your husband, so if you're, if you're making a record about sex, it's like, well, that's kind of like, you're kind of, you're kind of putting yourself out there to, to the world, but it's like, that should be something that's nobody's business, but like I always say, you know, we have a, we have a, we have a, we have a, Misconceptions sometimes, especially about what God's word. You know, of course, we have to remember to. You know, yeah. If you if you uh, if you're not married, you know, you should you know save yourself. If you're if you ha- already have kids, you know, that doesn't mean you can cont- continue to you know do things. But exactly. the uh, I think the best part about God is that, like I always say it's all for his glory, even, like, for me, I had my, I had my records about God and stuff that I wrote, you know, it wasn't necessarily, like, me saying, you know, praise the Lord or nothing, or, like, like, gospel uh, raps or nothing, but it was positive raps that did incorporate, you know, God, like, God, you know, what God did, so... I definitely agree with you with that. Like ride was a good record also. And yeah, like I said, you like again, you you know, you're a black you're a black queen, you know, you have sex appeal and even though you're not selling it, it's nothing wrong with, you know, rapping about it because you gotta keep in mind the well, the way I look at it and being that you broke it down in that way, now that I understand. Shoot, we're not gonna sit here and act like that men and women of God are Less, uh, yeah, and and they're not listening. They're not listening to. They're not listening to Fred Hammond and Kurt Franklin when they're making love or they doing things. So <laughs> it's. I think you got to factor that in. So I think that's important because again, we got to remember. Like I think there's really they talk about secular music, but the thing is, if secular music's so bad, you know, I mean, hey, everybody has it. I'm sure people might have can probably you know have to make love and have sex without music, but. If you, been that, you know, coming from the background, you know, you know, you come from, you know, we have to, we still, you know, all that is part of you. That's part of you. So, like I said, being that you already have kids, it's not like that just went away. You know, you might still, like say you still enjoy, you probably still think about it. It takes a lot to, you know, kind of break certain habits. But I don't think, me personally, I don't think nothing's wrong with making, moves. even if you are cussing, like I was going to mention, even if you do cuss, it's like, look, we got to remember, God is, God is in everything. I think. The main focus is you know what God cares about is is us your heart yeah and he knows you know what you're, you know what you're delivering now some people might some people might look at it and say this but God knows and another point that I was wanted to say is wanted to ask you personally was where how did where uh, where do you where do you see God where do you hear God how do you hear God what does God look like to you?
1: Um, I, I would I, I don't know what he looks like, you know, it says that nobody will see the face of God, you know, but to me, I just feel his spirit, like when something is dropped in my spirit, it's just a thought, it's like, where did this thought come from, you know what I'm saying, and then it just be more thoughts keep coming in, coming in and i just think that it's like revelation being dropped in my spirit or a message that needs to be put out and i don't want to keep it to myself because you never know who needs to hear that like you never know like you know what i just say something and although it may rub somebody the wrong way at first but that tweet or that message could really set somebody off to be like you know what i'm about to start doing this or i'm about to change this about myself and it wasn't me because when I say them, I'm like, every day, I pray, Lord, let them see you, not, basically, and not me. Hide me and show you. Whatever you want me to say to your children, let me say it. You know, I don't, I don't care how nobody feel about it, or whatever the case may be, because it's things, of course, that I got to work on, too. So it's like, but everybody needs to hear a word, I feel like, and I feel like if everybody tapping into it, and if everybody's says that prayer lord hide me and you know and use me to be a vessel for your children we all will be out here spitting knowledge and spitting wisdom because he said ask and you shall receive but Mm -hmm. people don't ask for that they ask for cars and houses and money they don't ask for wisdom and knowledge you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's what people fell at to me they worried about like all the materialistic things and that stuff don't even matter at
0: the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, we live in a world, and Ben, and I like what you said about being a vessel, because that's actually what I was actually going to, you know, going to touch on is, you know, don't you think, you know, like, I guess you do because you said it, but, uh, you know, for me, you know, I, God speaks to me in ways, and sometimes I have to, like, question, but it's like, you know, I'll give you an example. I was, I used to be married. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you know that. So, I felt like God was speaking to me through, you know, my my brother. You know, he was, you know, he had a relationship with my ex-wife. You know, and I had a relationship with him. You know, my my ex-wife was like a brother to him, and I'm like a brother to him. I'm not sure if you were, if you if you're familiar with uh, Jay Ruck or Jamal Rucker. He's from Portsmouth also, but um, you know, we know each other. We know each other for like 20 years. So. He was just telling me things, and then I was just praying about, it. and then because at first I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't even her type. I guess she didn't even like me like that for her. But then, you know, I kind of, I guess something spoke to her. But you know, we ain't we ain't married anymore. You know, for you know dumb, I ain't gonna say dumb reasons. You know, I'm I I did something dumb. But uh, God uses people as vessels. So for me, when even when we're, you know, we shouldn't judge poorly. We all have to make judgment calls because we have to remember we have to guard our, you know, hearts. And I think sometimes, like, again, you know, we both believe in, you know, the, the spiritual realm. So we know that there's demons out here. There's evil out here. So we can't always listen to people. We shouldn't. We shouldn't always ask. We shouldn't ask everybody to pray for us. Neither because something because like like here's a point. um The devil has power. Uh-huh. And the devil, the devil is, and this is why, I, and this is why I think it's important when we do pray that we do call God's name because the devil is a God, but he's right, a, thank
2: you. he's
0: a, he's thank a, you. a evil God. And when, and I uh-huh. think because we're conditioned to say, you know, God and the devil, but just like the devil got a name, God got a name. So I'm really trying to recondition and just, and train myself to kind of be more, more direct, you know. I I say Yah, I say Yah, y'all God, Yahweh, y'all um, and you know, sometimes the devil will answer the dance, The devil will answer your prayers. The devil will make you think like you're winning when he's just really holding you into a position so that way you're not asking God for help or guidance and stuff. So. Those are the type of that. That's kind of how deep I, I get, and sometimes it's painful because not everybody thinks that way. But I have to always remember that, hey, they hated Jesus first, you know. Didn't there, nobody? Everybody didn't believe that he was the Son of God and everything like that. So okay. sometimes we have to. Sometimes we gotta. When we when we giving God the glory and praising God, sometimes we might have to do it by ourselves. That's the. That's what makes us so unique because we all stand out so like i say um that's why i think relationship with god is important but you know i don't try to force it on anyone i think that uh because god does have a purpose for us he's going to make he's going to give us understanding when it's our time we just because we're so egotistical arrogant people and human beings and we do live in a world that is Ran by the devil or whatever, we're gonna all we're gonna feel like, hey, I'm you know, this person is judging me, this person is this, but like you say, you know, when you know, you know, like my grandma used to say, you know, you'll know when this God speaking to your spirit. That's why I think it is important to you know, read the word because even because for me, even if okay, I can say, even if Jesus wasn't real, even though even if Jesus is whatever. I will still want I still want to live by that example you know he was you know he was he was a good he was a good embodiment of God you know and being positive meant mental mentality the mentality the mentality is everything for someone with high blood pressure for someone with high blood pressure being black in America being a father I don't want to be worrying about like what like the negative thing so if i gotta keep jesus in my heart that's what i'm gonna do because that's that that can actually take you further so why not be an example why not lead that example oh look i think we got disconnected <laughs> oh let me let me uh let me call her back
1: i'm sorry hello yes. I'm sorry. Somebody called me on an I I didn't know what happened. I'm
0: sorry. But go ahead. Oh no, you're good. I was. Oh, I was just wrapping up. I was just saying, you know, why I, why you know, why not want to lead by that example? People can say, you know, Jesus, Jesus isn't isn't this, Jesus is that. He's not really God or whatever. But I'm like, well, right. so what? I don't care if he's white, black. Like I, I'm, I'm looking at him as, you know, the, what he represented. You know, he represented goodness. He represented, you know, he was a healer. So you know, that's what I want to. That's what I want to be. And I know the power of the tongue is real as well. That's why I think even doing research, sometimes I need to do research on more on that as well, you know. But, like, that's why I think when I was asking my grandmother, because she came from a different time, you know. And I think sometimes we get caught up in today because with today's society... Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a voice, which is important. But I think we're misguided by the fact that now that we have more rights and more access to things, people feel entitled to feel like, hey, we don't got to do this because this said this. I mean, the, the Bible was put here for a reason. I think I think the world. I think America needs some type of guidelines to follow because I mean it's already messed up with the guidelines. But imagine if we didn't have no type of morals. Like I said, I look us ask people this: If you think that your morals that you have now wasn't based on the whatever religious belief or whatever you are, whatever you, whatever religious belief that your family or something came from, you tripping because all these morals that we have. Was they stemmed from some type of religion? So that was just pretty much my take on it. But um, I don't know um when you and then and what I was actually going to ask you next was you you again you believe in spirits just like I believe in spirits and you know you talked about being a vessel and you talked about you know your record ride and sex and everything now. What, how do, how do you feel about love languages and do and what is your love language? You're what is your Virgo, right? You're a Virgo, right? Yeah,
1: Yep, I'm a Virgo. So, what? Oh, that's a, what's my love language? That's a great question. Um, you
0: never took the test,
1: no, <laughs> no,
0: um, I got a love language book, and then there's like five, but me, I thought I was quality time, but when I took the test. I took it twice. I took it like last month, and then I took it like last week. I'm still words of affirmation, and I don't know if you need to look do it, but I mean we can we can talk about. I don't know if you want to take a guess, but there's the uh, love languages are act of service, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, and gifts. I
1: think mine would be quality time. Because I mean, words of affirmation are good, but I'm the type of person that don't believe shit that nobody says. So it's kind of like, eh.
0: <laughs> what? Why is that? Why is that?
1: Because I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't be trusting people' words. Like I just, either quality time or just show me in action. Like don't even tell me, just do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just pretty much how I am. I just think people, and maybe I don't believe stuff that people say because. Pretty much, I've been getting hit on by guys since I was literally in elementary school. Like, guys been liking me since I was a little kid. So, you constantly hear your guys talking to you all the time. And a lot of the guys say a lot of the same things. So, now that I'm 31, I've been, you know, on this earth for a long time. i heard so many of the same things by so many different men. I just don't be
0: believing it. I just be like, I haven't heard that 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, the same when did thing. You start, so, when did you start believing people? Um, when do I stop believing people. Wow. <laughs> because I'm, cause I'm, i going gonna point out. I mean, again, you have three kids who, which are, you know, they all look, they all look like you. I know your uh two, I know your two uh daughters. Um, I uh, sometimes I was like, man, they look, they look just alike, and they look just like you. And then I know your son, you know, he looks like you. But like I said, thankfully, you know, you have you have three kids now. So I mean, but that, you know, that came from somewhere. So was it like before, or was it after, because I, because like I said, I ain't going to get all into the, you know, into your business, if you want to talk about it, you can, but I know, um, being, you know, being a, um, woman with children, I know somebody, I know sometimes you get, you know, sometimes somebody might have got, like, swept you off your feet for a minute,
1: yep, and guess what, it was all lies, that's why I don't believe words, <laughs> Because at the end of the day, if they really love me like they said they did, they want to treat me that way. You know, Hmm. love does not... People shouldn't treat you or talk to you all nasty and disrespectful or beat you up and all that. That's not love to me. So, to me, it was a lie. And I don't even consider them, like, being in in a, a relationship. I just consider that... I don't know what to consider it, but to me... I don't look at it as a relationship because it wasn't love. There are some people I say yes, that was a relationship because they treated me nice. But if you, but if you treating me like shit, no, that was not. It was nothing to me. It was it's it just, it just something that happened. And We just spent
0: time together. That's how I look at so, it. So 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 um. With that said. What would you, what would you, what type of advice, like, what was something that you learned now that you wouldn't do anymore? Because, I mean, again, you're, you know, you're 31, and like I said, you're definitely a a very beautiful person, Thank you. inside and out, and then, like I said, you have children, and what is something that you learned, because, like, what would a... Uh, Like, what's your relationship status, and what would a man have to do to really show you, or, uh, yeah, show you that, you know, he's, he's the real deal, or, like, it's, what will, what is it that will make you feel like, hey, this person is really legit? Because, I mean, we all fall for certain things, I guess. Right. It's momentarily, so, after a while, you know, it kind of changes, because, like, for me, I'm not proud of it, uh. I mean, I was married for like a year and a half. You know, we had our ups and downs. You know, I was, the reason why we're not married now is because I was unfaithful. But there was more to that as far as why we're not married. Because I I still personally feel like, you know, hey, that was probably something that we could have worked out. But everybody has their reasons for you know, getting out of relationships, but what would be, like, what would be some advice that you would tell your, like, your daughters or your son and even people who are in relationships now that are being treated nasty and disrespectful?
1: The advice I would give my daughters and, you know, people is, the first thing is do not ignore the red flags. And that's what a lot of people do regardless, men and women. We ignore the red flags or give people the benefit of the doubt. And a lot of the time, people do show you exactly who's part. But some women, even myself, I'm, I'm um, guilty of this. You're thinking that you cannot change somebody, you know, because of course you can't change people, but you thinking that, okay, if I spend enough time with this person, I can, you know, pull out something in them that they didn't see or I could bring out some potential in them so they won't cheat or they won't but that's in that person to just be that way there's nothing that nobody can do to make a man be faithful you know if that man wants to cheat he's going to cheat or if that woman can go and cheat she's going to cheat mm-hmm. and, and i would just advise people if they are in a bad relationship they need to leave because at the end of the day you're going to constantly be depressed all the time. And yeah, that person may come, give you some good sex, and you feel happy for 15, 20 minutes. But but then right after that, how are you feeling? Like shit again? Like damn. You know, do you feel loved? Or do you only feel loved while you're having sex? So yeah. I mean, there's a lot of women that stays because of that 15, 20 minutes of sex. And then, then after that, they feel like shit for the rest of the time. But why would yeah. you stay, why? Why wouldn't you want somebody that could fuck you good? Sorry if you know if, you know my language no, and treat right. you good. You know after that. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm looking for. I'm not looking for somebody that can only just lay some good d down and then after that I'm feeling like this nigga don't love me. He ain't paying me no attention or whatever the case may be. No, that's. mm-mm.
0: That's not what I envisioned for myself. Yeah. So, are so so with that said, that's actually good because again, you know, soul ties are real. You know, I think that's a lot of women's, you know, downfall. Yeah, like you know they, you know, a man can have good sex, but you know they might be just trash. Like other than that, so it's, and and do you think like for now, let me, if you don't mind me asking, um, what was like, what was, what was like, things that were keeping you in those relationships? Was it more so of you being digmatized or just because you loved this person that you thought you knew, I guess?
1: It was definitely the love. It was nothing to do with sex. Because even in my last relationship for three years, he didn't have the best sex in the world. To me, I, he was just basic. He wanted me to do all the goddamn work, but I always got to get on top. So, it wasn't about him laying down the pipe and doing it. I just thought I was so in love, but I probably was under a damn spell when <laughs> no, no, I look back at it. And, oh, wow. it. and, that's why I stayed the whole time because I'm thinking, okay, I love this man. You know, I'm thinking he loved me, but maybe he did. I'm not saying that he didn't love me. He just wasn't raised right to really know how to love mm-hmm. a woman so in his mind he thinking oh no i do love you but in his mind is no that's not right you don't know how
0: to yeah. love properly yeah that that's in, that's important that that is definitely important i think people uh, and that and that's and that's a lot of men and i will say this and i don't know if uh this will be helpful to you like I'll just speak for myself, I mean, I think men a lot of men have this problem as well. you know when we say things or at least when I say things, i don't i mean i mean it i'm I'm for real. like i can like i say if I say I like you or something or I, hey, look, let's go out, let's do something i'm I'm serious, you know, my intention is to really just catch a vibe, get to know you do you know do whatever, and everything else comes later, but then when like you mentioned like when when it says comes sometimes. It kind of it's it kind of for some reason it's then you know the the your drive to really that's why it's important to kind of wait sometimes until you kind of have a certain relationship because I will say men you know for me we might think that we're doing you know you know we can only we only know what we know so sometimes we might not be you know the best lovers the best talkers the best communicators because. You know, we probably don't know how to like. That was one thing with, you know, with my marriage. You know, my ex-wife was like, I wasn't affectionate enough. I'm sitting here thinking I'm the most romantic gentleman, shiver Because, because again, I'm still like, I'm still a nice guy. I'm a kind-hearted guy. I do the best that I can. I'm always there. You can always talk to me. But again, I'm a. If you're mad at me, and then I'm, and then I get mad, it's like I, I can't fake the fun. Like, how am I supposed to comfort and be affectionate to you when? I'm in a, in a bad mood. I can't right. force it. So without the communication and without the right understanding, sometimes that, that it's a slippery slope. So that's why I say even in relationships, you got to find the right person that you are willing to ride and die for because there's going to be some complications because y'all might have two different love languages. Y'all might have two different upbringings. Y'all might have two different relationships. That's why I say for me, I'm sitting and standing and look, I don't, I don't like the next woman that I'm with. She has to be, she don't have to have the same religion as me, but she has to be a woman of God. She has to have, she has to support me, even if she don't like my music or like my podcast or like my writing or something. If I need her to like promote it, like hey, share this or uh, uh, share this on your page or pass this out, then you know, because. That was something. Another thing. Can you can you be with someone who is not a fan of you being a rapper and stuff? No. Why not?
1: Cause music. That's a part of me. That's literally like. Not. I won't say that's completely who I am. But if you don't like my music, then you don't like me. <laughs> like music is me. I am music. So.
0: But what if they support I mean, you though? Like
1: me. How can you support me, or how can you like me, but you don't like such a major part of me, of who I am?
0: Because that's not all of who you are.
1: No, it's not all of who I am, but it's a major, major part. But I, but I don't want to be with somebody that doesn't support my dreams.
0: Well, that's why. No, that's why. That's why I was asking. I said, because I said a fan. So my thing was for me, like me. I'm, I'm like, I, I don't want to be with anybody who's not a. F- who doesn't support me now you don't have to be a fan she don't like she don't have to be a fan of what i do but if i need her to hey look pass out this flyer share this share this link or, because again i do that because you know? cuz for me i'll have
1: but it's best for them to be a fan, too, because it's not going to be genuine. They doing it only because you telling them to do it, but it's better to have somebody that's a fan and also a supporter because, you know, they genuinely fuck with your music. They genuinely doing this because they love your stuff versus having somebody where, all right, I'm going to do it because I'm with you, but I really don't want to because I really don't fuck with your music. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'd rather I, have a um, and,
0: um. and a supporter. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's fine. I mean, I, I just, I mean, at that part I disagree. Cause I, um, I will say that c- caring about somebody because this is a, this is an important thing that, you know, me, and my friend had a conversation about, and I think I can share this with you is that you know, if you have a friend and you're, you know, you might y'all don't know if, like whether it's a man or a girl, and then. She expresses like, okay, maybe, you know, you're doing something or you're you're talking in a way that I don't like. Now, you are who you are. You got to set people for what it is. But if you don't at least consider like, okay, this person might, you know, this person, I care about this person and what this person think. And I care about this person, how this person is. So if they express like, okay, that y'all might have a disagreement. Now, you don't have to 100% change, but just the fact of considering they're feelings because you care about them. So what I'm saying is, okay, now if they're not a fan, they can still support because they're you know they might be sharing it because again you ask them and they're like, okay because because the fact that you care about your your career and your music, they care about it to agree where at least if they're not if they probably don't per se listen to it, but maybe some they'll give that that they, we shouldn't we shouldn't withhold it because. I don't like it. I'm, I still want to get it because it could be other people who might like it. You know, that's what I used to do. Like, I don't go out to clubs or nothing like that or bars or nothing. But sometimes I'll share a flyer because I'm like, well, for those of you who are into this type of stuff, let me share. It's just like because I'm supporting someone that I probably rock with. So it's kind of, so that's, but that's just pretty much me personally. Like me, because I'm, I'm a. I'm a simple dude. But I realize I'm like if I'm sharing something with somebody. And they don't really kind of acknowledge it. they be like, "Oh well, that's I don't I don't like that." That hurts my feelings a little bit because I want I'm sitting here wasting giving my time to share this with you, and I'm hoping you like it. if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if um you know if we're in a relationship and I have like a project coming or I got some clothes that I'm making, you know, hey, can you help me? Sh- can you help me uh pass this out or sell these? You don't have to wear it, but at least you're supporting what I do, so that's what I mean. Sometimes I think sometimes you don't have to necessarily be a fan to support. So that was just pretty much my question, but we're all in, we, you know we all have our uh, reservations on that. But I definitely respect it because I can understand um, where well, where you're coming from.
1: My biggest fan, so I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's my music, fair. fan,
1: my, my biggest supporter, and I want him to love my music, and I and yeah. I want it just to be genuine. I don't want to force him or ask... I don't even want to ask him to share my music. I want him to just to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, because he just fuck with me just off the strip. Like, yo, this shit fire. i fuck with you. I'm gonna share Yeah.
0: So have you, been, have you ever been with anybody who who was a fan of no. music?
1: No, they're jealous. Every... No lie, because, okay, both of my baby fathers, they both rap. My first baby father, I'm, I don't even know why he was... I feel like he was jealous, but he is so talented. Like, damn, he raps damn near better than me. Like, he's really, like, he's so dope. So, for me, I just could never understand why I felt like he was jealous. Like, I even asked him, like, yo, let's get on songs together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we both dope. Like, we can make a crazy um, song. He's like, he don't want to do it because I felt like he don't want to get on the track and somebody say, oh... Your BM is your BM is better than you. Although people would not say that because I'm not better than him.
0: That's a perspective.
1: Yeah, I just think that in his mind, that's what he would think. So that's why it's like, "Oh, fuck her," because you know I've been rapping, because basically because he was rapping in um, in Philly before I came back up here, and he had a name for his stuff already. So. I don't know. Nobody I've ever really been with. Oh, well, oh, no. I take that back. It's that one person was supportive. One person was supportive. Um, yeah, that is true. Shout out to Russell. He Russell,
0: was Russ, bro. What's up, Russ? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, so what so what, if, what if he just think you're trash, though, what, and he don't want to tell you? Well,
1: my baby father... That's not true because he told me a long time ago he I was one of the best female rappers that he ever heard.
0: But you also said that you don't believe people too.
1: <laughs> no, I believe him because no, no, no. You know what? He, I was the best, and then years, probably like a year and a half ago, I'm trash and just nothing. If I suck and da 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 da. So I don't know. It changed. So I don't know whether he's saying that because he mean it, you know, or he's saying it because he just.
0: That, you know that's I'm, the that's the thing when you're with somebody you know when you're with somebody you don't want to hurt their feelings And you're like you know you're the best one that i heard and and then ask him to tell me i ain't asked him to um uh, tell me that he just came
1: out and just said it i'm like oh okay
0: yeah and and, and look and i'm gonna tell you like i like i, li- I listen like i listen like i listen to women i listen to women like i'm not a i mean i'm a little sexist when it comes to certain things but you know, musically, I listen to women like I like I like your music, like I mentioned, Julie Noel music. I like Nikki. Um, I actually didn't want to. I didn't go say I didn't want to, but Cardi B's first album, I did. I was I was thinking it was gonna be whack, and I didn't I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I actually liked it. Um, Megan Thee Stallion haven't really rubbed haven't really rubbed off off on me yet. Um, but you know, I listen to women's music, but I think my favorite like my favorite uh. Female rapper is this artist from the D.M.V. Maryland area. Her name is uh well her name now is Mother Astro, Mother uh, Astro. Um, used to be called Queen Ka, but you know like so I listen to um, like I said, look like not big time superstars. Like you you know you're still like on the ground. You've been on the ground for a minute. Um, how many how many shows have you done like in your life as far as a rapper?
1: Yeah. Man. Not many at all. I've
0: done about uh, two. <laughs> okay, well, shoot, more than me, but so what? Yeah, what sort of... or
1: two. That's it. I mean, one, really one, and the second one, it was like a competition type of thing. And I don't really like to do them type of uh, things. Really, I don't like the competition where. People want you to come out and pay for a slot because a lot of the times they just take all the money and they just promote their artists. They pick their artists to win. They want you to just know they get a whole lot of artists out there and tell you to pay, and it's all a setup. Mm-hmm. And then they choose their artists just to promote their artists and get you know their artists out there, which is fine. But once I figured that out, I said, oh, I, I, I ain't doing that no more. You know, because they just because they can have somebody way better, but it but it don't matter. They're not going to choose you because it's already rigged. And I don't like rigged uh, situations.
0: Yeah, that that was one thing that I learned a while ago. Um, one of my boys, he, you know, I don't know if have you heard of Refurb Nation? Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was one. Um, I know they talked about. I think that was the one when they had the competition as well. And I guess, the, and I think he was like, you know, usually with those type of things. You know, people already have an idea. It's kind of like, for me, I felt like I was looking at this one show on BT called uh, the Next Big Thing. And I don't know if you ever saw that, but there was this artist. She um she won, but it was kind of like they was they was kind of it was kind of planned for her to win because she was messing up a lot and during the competition and then Dame Dash was even like why you not beating everybody you know because she was probably the best artist there but she kept messing up and then she was in competing with uh she was actually in competition with um because it was I guess you know if you was rapping or singing she was a singer who was actually from Maryland but um you know she didn't mess up at all but I don't know what it was, but it's like politics, I guess. You know, you got to have a certain look. You got to have a certain song. You know, that's why, you know, I've been, you know, I've been a fan of Joe Bunner for a while. But um, what what is your uh goal in music? What do you look to accomplish in music? Like, do you do it to, do, you know, are you trying to gain, you know, just... Exposure? Are you trying to make like have like a career where you don't have to work anymore? Like, what type of accomplishments do you look to accomplish in your music career?
1: Uh, both of them actually. I am looking for more exposure, and I am, uh, of course, looking to you know make some money off of it. And but I also would like to be a songwriter, even if like I don't have to necessarily be famous. And be out there and be a big star. I wouldn't care if I had about two songs out and fall back and then start writing for other artists. Because it's not about, you know, it's not about the fame. I just love to write music. I don't care who's singing it, really. Um, I wouldn't mind selling a lot of my music. Because it's not. I don't care to be out there being amongst a lot of people and being around people. Because I don't even trust people like that. For real, for real. So it was like, I would much rather play the background. Like, I wouldn't even mind finding a younger female in her 20s with no kids and me writing all her music for her and me chilling and getting cake off of that. I wouldn't mind doing that at all because, first of all, I have three kids. I plan on having more kids. I don't want to, I don't got time to be out there dancing on stage and all that. that, that. I'll do that for a good year. I'll probably kick my career off, do a, a good year and fall back. And push somebody else. I don't want to do this for a long time. I don't have time to be around the thousands and thousands of people all the time. And everybody all in my face. And I got to worry about this person's intentions. That person's intentions. What you want. What you want from me. I don't know. That's just too much stress that I don't feel like dealing with. And I want to be a full-time mother. Because my mother was a full-time mom.
2: Mm, So.
1: You know, and I think that's the reason why I am the way I am, because she was a full-time mom, and because she talked to us all the time, all, you know, all day, every day. That's how I'm able to be myself and speak my mind, you know, so, yeah, it's not a, you know, I just really want my music to to be heard, whether it's through me or through another vessel, and I just want to get paid,
0: <laughs> delivered that's what's up. That's that's another reason why I kind of hip you to Clubhouse. I don't know if how active you've been up there, but that's um that's great. What what's your opinion on the climate the climate of music right now, just in general? I don't know what what type of music do you listen to, um, but what do you think the climate of it is, and what, who is uh who are some people that you would like to work work right for, and anything would what, like what's your view on it.
1: Um, my view on music, um, I feel like music, uh, last year was a good year to music. A, a lot of people put out a lot of dope um, albums and put out a lot of great songs. Um, But I do feel like, as far as the male rap, I do feel like they need to chill out on all the killing all the time. Like, we losing so many rappers all the time. It's like, they just need to chill out. It's like, why can't they talk about other things why do y'all always talk about headshot headshot mm-hmm. like first of all uh, people have ptsd people have anxiety mm-hmm. and all of this shit most niggas in the hood got anxiety and ptsd so why is like i feel like they're playing on people anxiety like the minute somebody here headshot nigga gonna look around or start to think or feel like shit you know, damn, like, I gotta watch, you know, I, I, I don't know, I just don't like all the gun talk, but of course I love rap, I just feel like it need to tighten up as far as all the killing stuff goes, like, it's corny now, like, come on,
0: yeah.
1: let's have fun, let's let's have fun, um, let's,
0: let's not die, I don't God know that. if that's gonna stop, though, I know, um we was having that conversation last night in Clubhouse, they was talking about how, you know, we're, we're mad about these culture votes coming in like Vlad and academics like kinda like putting that narrative out there of, you know, negativity, but we gotta think about all the older rappers that came out before and we listen to them. But, you know, I think you But know, I don't mean that right
1: either. Well they
0: well that it was right. Well yeah, well I think what it was is that because, you know, they was rapping about their experience. Now me personally I understand and I always say, look, I ain't knocking nobody for being if they want to be a rapper or whatever. Like so I do, I, I I do that here and there. I'm actually gonna um, I'll send you something after this and get your opinion on it. But uh, it's okay to talk about rap about your experience. But like again, I don't about as far as your if you're killing somebody and you're rapping about it and glorifying it because it's it's different. It's different to you know rap about what you've seen and what you did before <laughs> then versus what you're still doing because people are out here like there's rappers out here that's really like doing some crazy things and I'm like man look I had to I had to uh, do some cleaning up on my Apple Play on my Apple Music library because I'm like I can't listen to this cuz this cuz music we can subconsciously be influenced by it like, I ain't never li- listened to any music that made me want to, like, kill nobody, but I listened to some some music that was violent, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I, that, but it put, but it sub-constantly, you can subconsciously end up having different dreams, like, I, I have dreams, I'll be having dreams, and I promise you, like, I think that's really what the gift that God gave me, the gift of foresight, because I didn't have dreams that I didn't, that was, it was me in the dream, but... It ended up happening to somebody else, so right. it, it's it's like maybe it's the music, maybe it's this, but I think um again we just have to recondition and unlearn and relearn some things because where can we was conditioned to like this stuff? Just like how you mentioned, like you was you know like you had to change your name. You know your name makes a difference. Your your music right. makes a difference, and for both of us being parents, you know we gotta set a good example, even though we wasn't. Even though we wasn't made to be role models, we have to be because the way that, the way that I look at everything is when we say our kids didn't ask to be here, we didn't ask to be here neither. But you gotta make you gotta make the best of what you have. So you have to you have to at some point take accountability, and I think that's really what hip hop doesn't yeah. do as much. They they say what they did. They rap about you know they did, they might give jewels in their bars, but I don't think they take accountability. They oftentimes blame, you know, the you know, the hood just, and, yeah, science, and stuff. Uh, and
1: no, what, what it is is that they're not responsible with the gift that God gave them. They're just not handling it correctly. And what they, and another thing that gets my nerves that artists do is the fact they do say that they're not role models. As if they're the first person to ever be famous and didn't know what came with being famous. You know if you want to be a rapper, you're going to have millions of people following you. How the hell can you say you're not a role model? If you have millions of people following you, you are a role model. Period. That's yeah. what it is. Well, that's one of those, you that's one of those
0: unintentional... You got those looking up
1: to you. You got teenagers looking up to you that want to be just like you. They don't want to be like their mama, their daddy, the doctor, the lawyer. They want to be like you. How are you not a role model?
0: Yeah, that's one of those unwritten kind of like... Not re- like because I know that they didn't sign up to do that, but they, it's it's like but we, we come with the job. You you got to read the room. Like we 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 understand that it's not it's probably not fair, but just like you know, I remember No talked about this. You know, Hollywood ain't looking for God. You know, you have you're in an industry that's about money and and clout and success. You know, that's the success. So you got to understand you you like we're I think. Everyone who becomes a rapper now, they should know by now because they see other rappers that came before them going through it. They should know by now, that look, ain't nothing going to change. So you got to understand when you decide to be a rapper, when you decide to be in the public eye, even, even, even for like, even you, you know, you, you know, you're, um, you know, I don't like your fan base may not be as big as a Nikki's or a Cardi B's, but you know, you have a fan base and like I said, but again, Whoever cares, don't. I mean, whoever cares don't mind, but whoever mind don't care. So it's like we all have to make those decisions. If you look, if you don't mind being a bad influence, then just remember, the universe is still gonna put gonna. The universe is still gonna respond back. So even if you're, even if you might just be making music for people who's in your circle, just remember the universe still because that was one thing that was very big that i used to you know talk about as far as even with things that i watch like movies are movies like if you're an actor you know you might be pretending to be somebody but the universe don't care if you pretending or not you're gonna that junk causes certain things and it's like i ain't gonna stop looking at movies but we just have to be mindful that when we have these traumas when we have these different things like everything look Everything is an energy, you know, we go, I can go back again to, you know, being a vessel, you know, soul ties, going back to, you know, demonic spirit and and evil energy and positive energy. All that stuff is, is here, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta really, you gotta really be, like, you gotta really be in the good will of God to survive it and, like, again, it just goes back to accountability because everybody wants to talk about, only God can judge me. Only God is this, which is true. But you got to remember, like I said, nobody talks about the wrath of God. Whether whether we believe the COVID virus was was fake, whether we believe the COVID virus was brought here from China, it's here now. People are dying, and whether they are whether the numbers are wrong or not, all we know and all that matters is people are dead, and the government and society has a responsibility. But it goes back again to. We what it says in Philippians, we gotta work out our own salvation. So mm-hmm. we have to remember that no matter what nobody else is doing, we have to put our best foot for full. um Exactly. And
1: love thy neighbor. And how can you love thy neighbor if you just talk about killing in your songs? And then and okay, for example, like you said that you may not want to kill nobody when you hear it, but there is a lot of niggas Mm-hmm. That put on records and do drivebys to these yeah. niggas' songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they feeding off that demonic energy.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because a couple of years ago when me and my uh, ex wife was together, this Jehovah's Jeho- 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 Witness uh, lady was. She used to come to our house like maybe like once a week, and I asked her a question as far as like you know it talks about in scriptures. And Proverbs is my favorite uh, book. Um, and it says you know we must stay away from, you know, evil and wrongdoers, because, and I said, well, how come we got to stay away from them, but they, but, you know, because the thing is, we can be a good influence, but the thing about it is, because, again, the devil is the, the master of the universe or the world or whatnot, people will, people will, yeah, the people will stray more away from God than the devil, because the devil let you Make do whatever. So cool. Yeah, he makes you do. He, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, and and even look. Here's another thing. And um, both of us can pro- can probably have this mentality because we're both single. I can do what I want. I don't got to answer nobody. But all right, well, you can do that. But remember, if I want to sleep around and mess with people, I got to remember I'm gonna be bringing in those soul ties. And then God said, "Well, you mm-hmm. should." So it. So this is. it. But this is something that we learn as we get older after experience. But that's why we're supposed to keep the um childlike mindset where we we put our best foot forward in love, not be ignorant but kinda be child like have that childlike love because remember everybody's going through things but it's hard because we do have to guard ourselves. We have to be mindful of who we talk to, mindful of who we who we uh, who we're around. And like I said, it's a habit. Like, you know, again we're where creatures have it. So that's why, even for me, you know, I've been really, I've been meditating every day for like the last couple of weeks, last two weeks or whatever, because I have to, sometimes I gotta block out the noise. I was like, this year, I'm, look, positive vibes only, good vibes only, all me vibes only. I'm gonna probably say something that's off the wall. I'm gonna probably say something positive. I'm probably say something funny, but I'm just gonna be me. And, look, if, and, like, like same thing for you. You might put up, you might put some music up that's a little bit, you know, that's sexy and, you know, very, you know, provocative, but that's that's who you are. And... I think my music
1: is very provocative. I think I...
0: No, well, no, no, no. What I mean is, because again, like you said, "Ride" is a is a is a sex song, but it, but it, but it's like provocative. What I mean is pretty much like you, you know, like you be talking that talk on some of your songs sometimes. So some songs you might want, you know, you might want to dance, and I mean, pr- provocative isn't always doesn't always have like a negative connotation. So I was just like, you know, you have a lot of um, you do have mu- like you have music for all types of things. I mean I don't think you have a country record yet, but you have some you have some records up there. Um I think my favorite record right now is uh what's that jump Um I swear what is it? I Thou Should not prosper. No weapon for me shall prosper. Oh, yeah. okay. not, yeah, yeah, so and then um and then you have Nascar um, like slow wine, like and then you like you is like it was kinda Maywalk. like your uh I don't know if it was NASCAR but it was the Jamaican one where you was talking about some Maywalk. I did feel you said what? me okay. Yeah, so you yeah, so and then when you talk about when you talk about uh <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna say this live in the bled on the bled Podcast one and I think I told you this. Yeah. When you when you when you had that video, uh, when you was like, you slow whine, he said your ass real like it want to jiggle. I'm like, hold on. Let me, let me, uh, let me cut this off real quick. I said, I'm having bad thoughts for a second, but, uh, you know, um, you know, so, but again, regardless of whether you was selling sex or not, you know, there's, you know, it's a, it's a certain type of, it triggers certain things. We all have post-traumatic stress. We all have ADHD. Um, so we, we just, but all I say is like, again, we can all do what we want to do, feel how we want to feel about whatever, but we have to respect everybody, respect one another. Like if you have a problem with what somebody makes, uh, unless you're going to teach them how to make a better song. Then I wouldn't make a comment about it. If you if you wanna if you wanna tell this girl, I try to
1: teach people. I try to. That's why. Okay. For example, right? Even with ride, you know how some you got the other artists out there. I ain't going with nobody. But you got some um some female artists where they like dick pussy. Put it on them. Do a split on the dick. Da da da. Dick throat the head. You know they talk extremely vulgar, right? But if you hear ride, I kind of say stuff where if you're basically if you're an adult you know what i'm saying but if you're a kid or something yeah you'll know what i'm really saying like that you know i try to make it kind of clean um clean sexy so that is like trying to give them an example of how they can be instead of being so blatant with it like have some class about yourself like you could be sexy classy not vulgar ratchet you know what i'm saying like But that all depends on how somebody was raised. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right.
1: It's like people was raised around ratchet parents where their mom talked like that. They talk extremely nasty and they talk extremely vulgar. My mom didn't talk like that. My mom was smackin' like, we couldn't even um, listen to to freaking pretty Ricky at at, fucking 15 years old. Like, turn that off. Y'all not hearing that around me?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: so... But something influenced you, though, so...
0: It's 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 something influenced something did influence you though to you know make certain songs and that's why even when I say you know we um you know we're you know if we're if we're blessed enough or lucky enough it's I mean everything's a blessing but some of like a lot of us like us you know we're you know you're thirty one I'm thirty three you know at this point we have been not yet but probably like when we turn forty we have been adults longer. Then we are children, but, we, but usually, again, like, you're like zero, 0 to 18. But in retrospect, I know as far as I know as for men, you know, our minds aren't fully developed until we're 25. I right. always say, you know, women are born complete. I've been trying to, um, I'm actually going to start working on my book soon called Soul in the Rib, which is mainly about relationships, about relationships with you know, men and women relationships and God relationships because women were, were a gift for men. Now, now there are now another narrative is men are also a prize because men are there, you know, there's a, the pickings are slim. But again, when we, it's all about the mentality, like, again, you, uh, you know, you talked about your experience again, like again. Now you might not, you might not like your baby dads or nothing, but you love your children. But so without those men, your children wouldn't be here. So, and and all respect, but I always feel like, hey, just like you know, women should respect men. Men definitely got to respect women because women are the mothers of the earth. That y'all are natural nurturers. So, we have to make sure that we take care of, we gotta take care of ourselves, because I used to really have a. I, I didn't really have an attitude, but, I don't know, I think, because I wasn't, like, I didn't really put myself out there like that, but, I'm like real low-key, I'm not really like a, I don't have like no LL Cool J body, or, like a usher face or nothing. But I'm am I'm a, I'm a I'm a good looking dude, but I'm not like one of them people that girls be screaming all over. And but again, I probably have the best personality as far as that because again I'm caring and all that stuff but I might not have a certain appeal to them. But uh I do feel like y- y'all women are born complete. Y'all are queens. Y'all have to you know y'all have to keep y'all have to watch who y'all lay down with, watch who y'all kind of give y'all bodies to. And yes. sometimes, you know, we don't we don't know, we don't know better, you know, men, you know, we don't you know, we have lower standards. I mean, I'm not going to say our oh, standards are real low, but men have lower standards because I don't think a lot of men really cares if a woman you know, has a job or has an education because all, because again, and this is just because we're built like this. This is how we was created. We are, we are, um, we are, we we are driven with testosterone where we might think about sex more than women do because we think about, okay, we have to bear, bear children. And I think women, women are, from what I'm, what I'm learning now is women actually has a bigger, uh, you know they have to kind of be a little bit more guarded with their bodies because they're you know they have they gotta carry the children. So because y'all carry the children, the children consume everything that y'all consume. So when you're so yeah. when women are pregnant, you know y'all might be like, I don't know if you ever been through abuse while you were pregnant, yeah. but all that stuff is you know the children remembers that. This is why when that is know, so true because
1: let me tell you because when I was pregnant. But my son, I mean, my first baby father, he never put his hands on me or nothing like that. But my second baby father, he was abusive my whole entire pregnancy. And literally, my son came out fighting. Like, as a little tiny baby, he's fighting, and he still fights. He literally still fights. He got the natural mean mug on. He's kind of mean. A little bit. It's because I was so mean my whole pregnancy. Yeah. I was mean. I was fighting the whole entire time. So he picked up on all of those spirits. Yeah, he
0: been having some dreams then. He was having some bad dreams probably.
1: Yeah, and and that's what, and that's so, and that is very, very, very true. It's very true. That's why a lot of women, and my advice to women that are pregnant, they do, if they have a toxic boyfriend, they need to get away. While, especially while they are pregnant because those spirits are so real. And then you wonder why some people naturally have these terrible attitudes their whole life because when they was in a the womb, the, the mother was so damn mean or so stressed out, you know what I'm saying? And they carry on with this attitude or this way of life the whole time or they may just be bad as hell they the hold life you don't understand why some people just be evil but you be like oh now I get it because the mom was so evil the whole time or she was getting abused or she was stressed out or not getting no help or whatever was going on latched on to that baby and the mother didn't have enough spiritual common sense to pray the spirit off or you know, to heal yeah. while while they were pregnant. Like, even if somebody's pregnant and they're going through a lot of stress, I tell people I will advise people to listen you know to um like to like the meditation music that will mm-hmm. heal you from things or mm-hmm. to or definitely to meditate definitely, um, to keep good spirits going to your unborn child because it's real. Spirits are real and they jump and
0: they will be right on your baby, and it's just going to be a mess. Yeah, and, and blessed ones, for those of you listening still, I do appreciate it. And and this is why another reason why this episode was so important. You know, this is the first episode of the new year. I know a lot of you was probably tired of hearing me talk all the time. I said I wanted to make it, you know, this, you know, the End of Blood podcast isn't just about me branding myself and giving y'all me. I want to get people involved. We have Kima Love here talking with me we vibe and we communicate we talk you know it sounds it seems like an interview but we're really just having a conversation and i do have to commend her because she did you know ask to you know be on it so i'm i'm thankful that she's able to open up to me and really you know share this because i think it's important for everyone who's listening to get Perspectives on both sides. You know, I'm not a woman. I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I do know that when you know when my when my ex wife was pregnant with our son, you know, I was I felt pregnant too. But it's (laughs) it's certain things like you know we have to keep in mind. So those of you listening, just remember what she say. You know, it's important. You know, like I said, meditation. We have to we have to keep this in mind when we you know for men who has kids or kids on the way or who have girlfriends, wives. We have to remember. We have to. We have to do our best. Even, look, even look. Even if you don't know how to love your partner, if you don't know how to pray, sometimes the best thing you have to do is just do, like just try to do it. Because, like I said, whether you believe it or not, I hear some The the I universe and God. Men, you know how to
1: love. That's the perfect thing you said. They do have to pray. A man or a woman, if they don't know how to love, you say, Lord. I don't know how to love this woman, or I don't know how to love this man. Teach me. This is your child. You know what this person needs and what makes them feel good. Teach me how to love this person. The simple prayer, just a few words. That's it. That's all. As, you know. That's all. That's that's the advice I would definitely give somebody. If they're even if somebody's married and they going through a hard patch in their marriage, you shouldn't want to give up. You teach me, Lord, how to you know, be with my husband, and to, or how to make my husband or wife happy, because it says, what God put together, let no man separate, and Mm -hmm. that is true, so, and, um, and I do believe in that, that's why I'm not in a rush, rush to get married, because I don't want to get a divorce, but I also know how irritated i get and how i just end relationships because i get so irritated with people so Mm -hmm. that's why i'm not really in a rush to get married either because it's like i don't want to get married and then i'm going to divorce you in the next couple months because you get on my nerves because you just don't know how to you just don't get it
0: but you are but you do want to get married someday
1: oh yes i definitely want to get married definitely want to get married that's um yeah, I was made to be a wife, and I'm going to be a great wife. I'm just not going to take nobody bullshit.
0: Can you cook? <laughs> do you want more kids? Yes, I definitely want more children. Definitely. How many more kids do you want? If I'm
1: rich, I'm willing to have as many kids. I'll have ten more kids. I don't give a damn. <laughs> oh wow.
0: well, like like I always say, if God put, because here's one thing, you know, if like, and this is something that you, we was talking about earlier. And I wanted to bring it up and mention is that love. You're not gonna do something that's not in your heart. So when, like, for those, so and take it from me, ladies and gentlemen. When I when I was bent, when I was unfaithful to my to my ex-wife, I I knew what I was doing. I didn't I didn't know that I had that in me. I thought I was like I really thought that I was a, you know, a fa- I mean, and I am, but you know, at that time, you know, we. We was going through patches, but like I say, I would rather if you cannot, like you, like you said, Kima. Um, if somebody gets on your nerves, it's better, yeah. Don't divorce them, but you know, take a cool off. Go go in another room. Go to your mama house. Go somewhere. But the the it's better to communicate than to you know just try to blow off thing by being in somebody else's bed. Because that happens, because we might think that, oh, this person is getting on my nerves. I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, that's what it's, men do. It's just a, a lot moment.
1: Of men do that.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's, it's just a momentary minutes. thing. Like they, you know, people always say, you know, the earlier the uh, the first year is always the hardest in the marriage, and then it also says. That you know, sometimes the first
1: year is the hardest. The first year should be the honeymoon stage. It should be the easiest.
0: Well, this well, this is a fact. Well, this is the factor where that's why I think I think it's important. Like for me, I don't want like I'm I'm am op- i I'm open to get married again, but I'm like I don't I and I'm I might be open to have kids again too, but I'm I'm like I really have to be in a situation where because again, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, being married not really having, like, money to really, like, have, like, a set, you know, really, because, you know, I, you know, me and my, as wife was together, you know, we was both working, one point she was only working, then at one point I was only working, you know, we had got a, uh, we had ended up having um uh, my father-in-law was staying with us at one point, rest in peace to him, great guy that helped us out a lot, you know, but, you know, we had, we had kids, you know, me and her had a son together, and then, you know, my stepdaughter, you know, so we had to, sometimes had to find people to watch them but where we we were just kind of getting by we was really just trying to you know we were just really like holding on by the fact that look we 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 are, were two men and women of god we faith but you know once we kind of started kind of stopped going to church and stopped praying together because it's it's, a, it's sometimes it was we found. I found my, We found ourselves arguing over things that wasn't that important. Like one thing yeah, like that. Couples, one thing that couples we. couples
1: argue about shit that ain't
0: important. But here's one thing that I learned is that it's not. It doesn't matter if you're right or not, because if it's not gonna change anything, it doesn't matter. So for me, I couldn't let go of the fact of hey, look, I told you this. And if you say I didn't, and then you then you you call me a lie now, and we arguing. I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter. But I ha- but this is what brought me back all the time was I could never bear to like look. I don't ever want to lose. I don't want to lose my son. I don't want to lose my family. I'm like we arguing over petty stuff, and then the the worst thing that can happen is. I don't see them again. Maybe something happened. Maybe God decides to take them from me. They, they, they leave, but something else happened. But I want to encourage everyone who are in relationships, who do want to have marriage and everything, is just always communicate. If this person gets on your nerves, and then you just can't take it anymore, take a breather, but always come back. I would rather be yelled at by mad by my angry wife than to go out and pillow talk with a another woman. Female. Yeah, with another woman because... I know that's right. It, it, it's, it's, and, and it took me to do that to, and, to, and, and it, and, it's, and it sucks sometimes. Like, again, nobody's perfect. And this is what gave, this, and this, and, like, when I was married, I learned, I learned so much about myself. I learned how selfish I was. I learned how much i how... Good, I really wasn't, but this goes back to the one other scripture. I, I don't remember what what uh what it, what it was, where it is, but this is this always sticks out. Lean towards your not well, lean towards your not understanding it. this proverb, but there's another scripture, you probably know this. It also says, "Only God will not leave and forsake you." So no matter what type of relationship you have with a man or woman, ladies and gentlemen, came of love as well whether it's your children, whether it's your parents, whether it's your spouse or significant other there's gonna be times where you're not gonna be where you can't you're not gonna be able to depend on them you're, you're not gonna you're not like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna mess up too because that right. that's what because God created us to give him praise. We're not supposed to praise, we're not supposed to praise our significant others, so, but, this, this is, this is good, I, um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to share, but do you have, do you have any New Year's resolutions or any goals for 2021?
1: Oh, yes, um, um, Definitely, I'm trying to get my music out there more. Um, I know that's going to cost a lot of money and stuff, um, but I am going to be dropping my clothing line soon. My merchandise, love, love the label. That'll be dropping soon. So I'm really excited about that. So everybody need to be on the lookout and hopefully I can see y'all wearing my
0: you know, wearing yes. my love. I'm glad you Swear brought that, that up. Them. I'm 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 glad you brought that up because I've been thinking about that ever since you shared that with me a while ago. I haven't uh shared it. Um right. but I um I don't know if you realize it, but you know, you're a rapper so you probably do. It's it's a it's definitely like a if it's I think I wanna say it's a triple entendre, but it's definitely a double entendre. Because you have love the label, and then it's like, you know, that's something where that can be for a, a, lot. a record label and a clothing, clothing label. label. So it's like love the label, and then being that you are, you know, came of love, you know, and love is, it. it is centered around so many things. Love can mean anything from, like, again, God relationships to anything your so children, exactly anything, so anything. so i felt like when you even told me that and you know shout out to your to your sister who you said did the artwork mm-hmm. we we have we we i think that is just a a great way to like that's a great marketing tool as well love the label because like most, there's like, and maybe you maybe I can share this with you because there, there's a lot of artists out here who are really making money outside of music with their brains. You know, you have artists like you know, if you if you think about artists like Rockefeller with the Rock Aware, you know, okay. Sean John, and then you have uh, I think there's an artist, i um, a battle rap artist called Hollow the Don who is you know, loyalty over money. So with well, you having this clothing brand that you plan to launch, um, love the label. That's definitely going to be great to a different way to, you know, put, promote your music as well. Because you can actually have a theme song for like a theme song for like a theme song for Mark. So it's kind of like you're gonna be branding yourself. Hey, I'm King of Love. I'm I'm bringing you love the label. This is you know, and then I actually have a um, you know I'm build, I'm doing everything from the ground up. I got my AB1 Studios, which is which stands for another black, um, another black exclusive. Anthony Blair entity. It, it's like it's it's different things where I'm gonna have anything art, whether it's movies, film, dance, uh, painting, art, anything dealing with art. Right. That's my brand. So even for you, like I um, like said again, also someone who can. You know, you got some moves. You you can you can do a little bit of dancing, I guess. But uh you have you yeah, have you have your you have your artistry, your music, and then you you know like say you're very fashionable. Like again, you you know you can you can dress well. So that's something that you can incorporate. So that so I actually exactly. thought that was uh that was a great great name for your clothing brand. And I don't know if that was intentional, but I noticed that off the jump when you said love the label. And I'm like, oh, and then you had the music uh, symbols up there. So I'm like, oh, this is a a clothing record label type thing. So it's it's going to be, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how it turns out. But as soon as I don't hit the market, yo, I'm I'm definitely going to grab me one. Thank Um, you. I
1: appreciate it.
0: And that's just, and that's no, and that's no cap because I feel like we do have to support black businesses. But I think when we say that, we have to remember that we have to, we have to also be able to know that, hey, is this a good product? Right, so that's exactly. that's what I want to do. I don't want to just be supporting, you know, black businesses. That's like, hey, I'm about to, I'm about to buy this. You know, let me support. Like, so if you got a like, what, what, what is, um, now what does the, now that's just my interpretation, but I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you time to explain what that means to you love the label clothing brand. What is that really going to entail? Um, that's a good question. Um,
1: when I thought of the name, I really didn't. I really didn't really, I wouldn't say I didn't really put too much thought. It just, like, kind of came out love the label. You know, of course, because it's a play off of my name, came of Love. But only thing that I want to spread is, of course, genuine love, unconditional love, and, of course, the word of God. So hmm. it should be called God the label, Yahweh the label. <laughs> but no, but, but God is love. So it's still playing off of that, you know, so. Yeah. I just going to spread love because you see because you have some clothing labels out here and I can see for example I would never wear stuff like with the skulls and bones or with death on it Where they say kill mm. I hate seeing people wear death clothing I'm like why would you even put that on your body you know what I'm saying so I'm mm. the person where I want to push, push nothing but wear positive things on your body why are mm. people wearing death I just I hate it mm. and no I just want to do like the opposite of that like
0: Nothing but full of love and all positive and holy vibes. Yeah. You know? I uh, so. uh, definitely can get with you with that. I'm going uh, to actually have an idea. I'm going to actually talk. I'm going to actually share it with you off air. I don't want to. um. Right. Say it on air. Yeah, so. I mean, it's been great. I um I enjoy talking with you. I know we uh, we talk here and there on social media sometimes. So I do want to make. I do want to kind of get, you know, be in contact with you more, even if it's not on the podcast. I know for me, like I do, like I try to do this every week. I talk about different um topics. You know, this was just kind of like an exclusive, you know, exclusive right. episode, you know, me and you, you know, just talking and, you know, talking about God and, you know, music because, you know, that's kind of like that's where we kind of connect that like i i love music i do music i love god and i have a relationship with god so i thought this would have made a pretty dope episode which is actually like you know this is actually probably running almost two hours now but Mm -hmm. i mean i don't i don't know if i don't know if there's anything else left to address if you have anything you want to address if you want to plug your social media in and tell people where they can where they can listen to your music where they can find you on social media like like tell the people where what, what they can find you at
1: Yes um you could follow me on Instagram at kimalove k i m a h l o v e on Twitter, Kima Love underscore, and um, if you go on Apple, iTunes, or all the streaming platforms, you can type in Kima Love. I have a few songs on there, but majority of my music is still on SoundCloud. I have, like, over 25 songs on SoundCloud, and only, like, five songs on the streaming platforms. But if you type in Kima Love on Google, my SoundCloud should pop up. Or Kima Twelve. really, my, um, my SoundCloud will pop up with majority of my music. And make sure everybody be on the lookout for my clothing line dropping very soon. And hope they support it. It's going to be nice. It's
0: going to be, you know, it's all love. Yeah, I, I I enjoy it. Like I said, this was definitely an honor for me. And I actually like learned some things, some more things about you. And like I said, I'm um you know, you already knew I was a fan, but I don't. I can't stress this enough. Look. You know, we 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 have. Even a, the fans says
1: literally, you are probably one of my biggest supporters. No lie, that's why that time I me mean, you got into that little argument on Twitter. And I'm like, I gotta chalk that shit because he has been a fan since forever. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, because you I know, know, like I know he really showed so much love, and he's not doing it to be mean or spiteful. That's nah. probably just how he really feels. You know what I'm saying? So no,
0: nah. I, I, and, and you know, for me, sometimes again, like again, you you know you. I want to I wanna consider you like my friend, so I'll give you, I'll be like, okay, I'll probably sometimes give you some, you know, insight on something, and I know we have, we had a little disagreement that time, but it wasn't really a disagreement, but it was uh, more so like, well, you know, look, I ain't saying that the, I ain't saying that the Bible's wrong and I'm right, but what I was saying more so was that, you know, we have, we have to keep in mind that our own understanding sometimes might not be what it is. We might think that this is because like I said, the devil the devil can make you feel like, you know, this is this is this is like good, but it's not. And then also when we and this is why I talked about even with relationships is that and this is why it's important for me to even kind of take my time to get in a relationship because we can want something so bad and then We can ask God, and then sometimes God will say no, and sometimes God will say no, and he will use people to say no, but it's all about the discretion, but like I say, we can do what we want to do as long as we acknowledge God, because the thing about it is, when when I ask God, look, oh, I like this person, Lord, if this is meant to be, let it be. And then maybe the next day, this person probably might, might okay, we might end up doing going out somewhere. But that probably might have just been the devil saying, "Yeah, you about that." Because then, because sometimes when you don't take your time, it can it can mess up. So it's yeah. so it's so that was pretty much what it was. But I do feel like there's some things in the word that I still try to. Understand myself because I'm. I'm. I, my main struggle is trying to hear him. And when I meditate, you know, I meditate to block all the noise out. But like I said, I usually, I usually listen to God through the universe, through other people. So when I look at, when I look at short tweets, when I, when I look at, you know, certain things happening in my life, you know, that God talking to me. So, I don't, it's not all, so that's why I say it's not always just a a voice, a, a voice in my head saying this, because that could be my own, my own personal conscience, or that can be the devil, but it's, but it's, again, that's something that I have to, have to really seek, you know, like, but that's why we have to sometimes go to, other people for advice because God has people. God did Mm -hmm. God probably anointed you to be like you I remember you was talking about okay, you was just talking about the clothing line and you just did say that you wanted to make clothing lines for for young girls to, you know, be you know, to kinda yeah, celibate. So that 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 is so powerful. I love that because if I could go back in time,
1: I would have still been a virgin. My husband would have been my first, and I would have had his first baby. You know, and I think um, the music puts a lot of pressure on young women to have sex, and and they shouldn't. They really shouldn't be doing. They shouldn't do it. They just need to just wait as long as they can. Wait till they get married. Like for example, you can speak stuff. Into your kids, so every time I talk to my children, not saying that it's going to go this way, but I say, y'all going to get married at thirty. You're going to find your husband at thirty, whatever the case may be. You're going to spend your whole life, and you know, in your whole twenties, not worried about men. You're not going to be distracted. you um, you'll be rich. Then you'll get married at thirty. Why do I say thirty? Because I feel like your twenties are meant to be enjoyed. I want my kids going on vacation, making money, enjoying themselves. Before they even have kids, so I'm saying it. Hopefully, to speak it into existence mm-hmm. to the point where I'm always saying it, always saying it. So by the time they teenagers, they're like, I've been hearing this so long. My mom been saying, wait to thirty to get married and have a kid that they really hopefully end up doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they they say that you know we can't speak things into existence, and that's what I want. Yes. I don't want my children out here having sex as teenagers. That's not for a teenager to do. Although Mary had a baby at fourteen, but that was the Holy Spirit. Oh,
0: uh, was she fourteen? I don't know how yeah. old she was. But that, but look, that's another, that's another interesting thing because here's something else I learned. You know, we was, you know, we talk about Virgin Mary, but you know, in those times, and we gotta remember also language is important. That's why I think it is important sometimes. Maybe we learn. We learn different languages, but remember, God gave us the word in English, too. So, virgin doesn't always mean, you know, hey, this person didn't ever have sex. It's, uh, she was just unmarried. So, like you said, we do have to incorporate, we do have to speak things into, you know, because power of the tongue. Now, Mm -hmm. here's something that, here's here's my thing. I'm 33. I live with my mom. I went through some things in life. I made some decisions in life. Some decisions I probably made too quickly because I'm, you know, I was racing against time. Now I'm sitting here thinking like I'm too old. Start thinking old.
1: you're racing against time, huh? Thinking that you're racing time
0: doesn't yeah. really exist. You think you're racing against right, time? Right, right. I don't believe in wasting time because you learn. But one thing that I one thing that I learned is that you know, even being 33, look, I don't know, I could live until I'm 100 years old. So shoot. Like I said, we're kids longer. We're kids in less time than we are adults. So I can spend my whole twenties and thirties and forties still trying to figure it out. And then me, when I get fifty or whatever, I can be like, okay, now I'm gonna enjoy my best times in my later years because now I have the wisdom. With age there comes wisdom. So again, like I said, I think society brings. So much where it's like okay, when we're sixty and eighty, we're too old to be having sex. When we're twenties and th- when we're in our twenties and thirties, we supposed we should, we should already, you know, be living on our own. Right. Should, but right. the thing is, is that that goes back again. Yes, we have to we have to do our due diligence as human beings, but only God. God will show. God has a plan for you. God has a purpose. Everybody. Not everybody is gonna get it off the bat you know we if especially if we're not taught like we're taught when you're 18 you're an adult you got to get a job get go to college or go to the military and it's like well you haven't really experienced life yet you know for me i want to be in a position look i said look i want to teach my son you know i can teach my son how to be a man and i can still be like i can still keep him sheltered because like why would i need him to go out there and struggle if he don't have to What does what is it like there's like you can learn you can learn from you you can you can learn from losing, but the thing is is that why would I want that for my why would I want that for my child, you know, I don't want because again, I understand how it is to, you know, depend on people. Yeah, depend on people. But the thing is, you know, they say hard times build great character probably, but just like again, we don't think about the mindset. We we wanna sit here and try to and have entitlement and tell people what they're supposed to do, what the lives, what you know, we don't really know what's best for our kids. We can only hope that we're doing exactly. the right, the right thing. So I'm so
1: glad you said that. Can I say something yeah. about that real quick too? I'm so glad you said that. People don't know the best things um, for their kids, and there's a lot of parents out here that's literally forcing their children to do something or be something that they do not want to do. Only God knows what what gift and what purpose He has. For that child. So I advise parents to pray, Lord. Wh- what did you send my child out here to do? Let me push that on my child because because everybody don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Who knows what you know? God chose that person to do. Let them walk in His will, not in the parents' will. Yeah. Well, on my nerves about some parents
0: sometimes. Well, yeah. We you know the parent our kids don't belong to us, but right. I will say you know for as parents you know we have to we are responsible for them until. <laughs> You know, until God calls them home, and until God calls us home, but I will say that as a parent, you know, my son's four. You know, he he shows me every day. Like since he was a baby, he was always like since before he was born, he was moving around. But uh, he's showed me so much just how. Cause I always say, look, my son is the epitome of of all spirit. No flus, cause like he will, like he didn't been through so much. Like he got when my ex-wife was in a um was, was pregnant, she got in a car accident with him. She went home like later on. I think she went home the same night, but you know everything was fine with him. Then you know he didn't fall downstairs. He didn't got cut up, beat up, and busted up and stuff by you know doing stuff that he wasn't supposed to be doing. But he didn't have no type of reaction to it. He's like, let me do it again. And and the thing is, like people can say that's a, he's a boy, but the thing is, my son, he's like, look, I told him when he was a, when he was in, my, in his mama's womb, like you're gonna be strong, you're gonna be this, you know, you gotta speak that in there. And I told my son, mm-hmm. and look, I, I, people thought I was, I, I, I said this as a joke, but I think this is really what's been going on because when my son was a baby, I said you're gonna be better than me, nobody's gonna tell you nothing, you're gonna, but you gotta listen. But I think what it was is that he probably remember me saying you can, nobody can tell you anything, and then now it's like, man, like, he has a problem listening sometimes. So I'm like, look, you still got to listen to me right now, but when when you get to a certain point, you're going to be better than me because that's how I want it. You know, our kid's supposed to be a better model for us. Right. So, and that's why I think, you know, why God God hit puts things in our life. So when I even say, you know, yeah, God only knows, but the thing is that when we, you know, we have to seek God to guide them. We gotta. Exactly. The, the world is put here. Like I know there's rules, but the world is put here to, you know, it's here for us to enjoy it and to also, you know, uh, reap, reap, reap what we sow and, and enjoy the fruits of our labor. But we have to remember that because we do have the world, we and we have emotions emotions isn't it, emotions we have it's like our feelings are not our our gauges not guides, because we have because we're human beings because we have emotions we're going to get mad we're going to get sensitive we're going to be selfish we're going to be arrogant but at the same time we have to remember that just like the just like god can use us as vessels the devil can use it because the devil hears. Oh, yes. the devil hears our prayers. The devil's in. Mm-hmm. The devil. That's why I say sometimes we gotta be careful what we do too, because.
1: And that's think, why you gotta pray something like, okay, this is advice too. Even before you pray, ask that, um, ask that the Lord can protect your prayers from any demons. Right. You know, ask that to make them deaf during your praying or something, because that is so true. They definitely listen yeah. when you
0: pray. Yeah. you know that you know that scripture that talks about write it down and make it plain mm-hmm. that's the same thing as far as when it talks about okay yeah the Lord knows our heart but here's the thing God can hear us praying when we sleep he can see our dreams but because we are human beings and we are flesh we have to keep that in mind we're flesh right now mm-hmm. we have to sometimes we God needs us to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So when so that is very that is very true. So when we do prayer, we sometimes we have to make sure that we that we say it because if because of course God knows that we trust Him, but He needs us to speak it in the universe because because mm-hmm. uh, so it, it's just a, it's a lot. And this is the thing about being grown. When you're a child, you're not really thinking about this. So that's the thing we have to sometimes. Unlearn and readjust our prayers and readjust our thoughts because we will fall like this. But that's that's what makes us so perfect is because God will when it like again. God knows when it's our time. I have a I have a theory. I have a I have a thought. I'm not gonna share it right now. I will tell you off the air. But
2: okay.
0: there's the Bible the holy bible the king james version that that's true and then there's other there's other doctrines that's true however we have to remember yeah, there's many of them there's so yeah, many of them it's yeah, crazy yeah so however however you decide whatever doctrine you choose to follow it's not wrong because remember you got to if you allow god to order your steps everything's going to lead back to him if you mess mm-hmm. up you you gotta you gotta get back right because at the end of the day you can sin, you can sin, 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 but those sins are gonna you're gonna get so tired of the devil using you, you're gonna end up having to seek God. Now you can be doing everything mm-hmm. right and and so it's it's a process. So that's why I always be like, Look, I'm I'm working on not having to always Say these things. I know people don't understand. Sometimes people won't agree, but I always try to think and be like, I don't probably need to say this. I'm probably just—it's kind of productive, but we gotta get reassurance and get affirmation. Um, but I'm gonna send you this. I'm. I am i got a uh, I got this record that I did. I'm gonna send it to you. Get your opinion on it. I'm going to send you an idea as far as love the label. And then I'm also going to share my theory. But I'm going to say that off the air. But um, I don't know. Did you have anything else you wanted to share?
1: Um, I just want to say to everybody. I know everybody's been going through a lot, you know, for 2020. I just want to say just make sure you keep your faith. Don't let the devil take your mind, take your spirit, or have him driving you crazy. You got to rebuke him every single day because demons come to attack every day. So just like they're working, you got to work and use your words. And angels only honor the word of God. So I advise you, find a scripture. If you're dealing with something in life, you find a scripture that's based on what you're dealing with, and you speak it over yourself. Constantly, it says, pray without season with meaning you constantly pray until you get what you praying for, mm-hmm. and you don't stop and you don't speak against what you're praying for because then it's like you're canceling your prayers in the spiritual realm. Now you got to start all over, so you have to be very careful what you know what's coming out of your mouth, and you know, because the devil is going to take. All you know, everything you're saying bad. He's taking it. He's running with it. If he's going to bring that forth, the angels are going to bring forth the scripture and what you're saying. That's what they obey and honor. So I would just say, speak the word over yourself, because it's powerful. And God is not a man that shall lie, and His word is not going to return back to him void. So put faith and power, and just in the word of God. And that's really all I have to say.
0: Amen to that. Well, blessed ones, that was came of love. And again, I am Blair, your host, the Cancer Care Bear. No hair, don't care, all faith, no fear. And as always, stay prosperous, productive, and positive. And y'all have a good one. Stay safe.